comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Hey guys, it's David Ramsey playing Diggle from Arrow. You're listening to DC TV Podcast. Jim here from the DC TV podcast, and uh, I'm going to throw this little editor's note here at the beginning of the show, uh, because we have some extra special things going on with this episode. First of all, we uh, were lucky enough, our agent uh, Rich the Chub Toad Children himself was lucky enough and able enough to get an interview with Mr. David Ramsey, who plays, of course, the incomparable Diggle on Arrow. So that's really cool, and we've edited that into the end of our regular uh, podcast. Uh, because Rich was at the C2E2 convention where he got to speak to Mr. Ramsey, he isn't on this episode. Instead, we had Donnie Salvo sit in with us again. So what you're going to hear is uh, the regular DCTV podcast we recorded with Daryl and Donnie Salvo. And uh, you may hear uh, a little bit of cooing or talking. That's my two-year-old son, uh, Jack. Well, he'll be two in July anyway. Um, he decided to sit in on some of the podcasts. So if it's distracting, I'm sorry, but he is adorably cute. And uh, I hope it's not too much of a... a th- uh, I hope it's not enough to throw you off the show. Uh, so we're going to have the reg- you'll be listening to the regular DCTV podcast. Then afterwards, we're going to be uh, putting on that interview with Mr. David Ramsey that uh, Rich the Chub Toad Children was gracious enough to get for us. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the DC TV Podcast, episode 26. Okay. That sounded like Muttley from the Great Races there <laughs> joining us for a second. I know that song, too. Wait, hold on. Wait. Stop the Pigeon, that song? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Join me. And we have a full slate of DC TV this week. Uh, we have Gotham, we have The Flash, we have iZombie, and Arrow. And joining me for all this uh, fun and frivolity, first of all, is Rachel Ghoul's Lazarus Pit pool boy, Mr. Daryl Taylor. Hello there. And joining us again after a successful stint as a guest star last week, and uh, <laughs> Chub Toad is, is too fun, having too much fun over at the C2E2, the man who decided naming their child Hannibal Bates was a good idea. <laughs> Mr. Donnie Salvo. Well, Michael Voorhees and Freddie Myers was already taken, so. <laughs> oh. Jason Kruger? No? That's right. <laughs> uh, as I said, we have a full slate of four, uh, four, four shows today, so we might as well just jump right in. Plus, we got a lot of news. Yes. Uh, we had some uh, big reveals this week uh, for uh, Suicide Squad and whatnot. And uh, well, let's just get right into it, guys. First off, Gotham, Under the Knife. Uh, mm-hmm. Episode 20, Season 1. First of all, I, I could tell how much I'm really not liking Gotham by the fact that Fish Mooney wasn't even in this episode. And oh, I yeah, still still right. wasn't really all that thrilled by it. And, I mean, you think about last episode, she was shot in the side, 
bleeding out, flying a helicopter full of freaks out of Frankenstein Island. With a blue eye. With a blue eye and nothing. And a, and a white suit. Nothing this week at all. It's uh-huh. kind of, and it was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of a cliffhanger for her last week, and it was weird not to see her last week. Not that I'm complaining, because, you know, it's Fish Mooney, but... Well, she's, she's still flying. Takes a while. Oh, that's I right. I must be way out to sea then. Boy, <laughs> our heart's tired. <laughs> the, um, the main, <laughs> st- main storyline, of course, is Jim Gordon still trying to track down the ogre, uh, played by the Heroes actor uh, uh, Milo Ventimiglia. Um, as we uh, found out, the ogre's MO is to attack the, uh, the loved ones of the detective uh, investigating him. He finds a newspaper that has a picture of him and Barbara. Mm. So he sets the sights on her. And this is the first time we've seen Barbara in how many episodes? I was kind of hoping they'd written her out. Not enough. Not enough. So we, like, we get rid of one hated character and get the other. He sets the sights on Barbara. He finds out that Barbara really uh, isn't with Jim anymore and kind of like backs off a little bit from her. But then after Gordon like kind of tracks him down a little bit and, and yells at him on the phone, he decides, well, any port in a storm, I might as well take what I've got. And instead of going after Leslie, who you know Jim Gordon originally thought he was going, to, he was going after, he goes after Barbara. And uh, we end this up. But by the end of the episode, ogre the ogre has Barbara in his little uh, sex dungeon and doesn't look good for Barbara at all. Now, do you think it's going to be one of those things where um, I didn't realize how much you meant to me until I almost lost you? It's going to be one of those things. I think so, but I I hope, I hope that's not. not the case. Or it'll no. be uh, whatchamacallit sees them together and, and does the gym. I don't, I saw the way that you are with Barbara. I think you still have on you know feelings that you haven't dealt with yeah, we should take a break type of thing but this show isn't on the cw no i don't need that <laughs> i really don't i think actually i think it's too many episodes with this storyline yeah how about I, this is a how about this is a switch what that she's like because you know how she feels all lost and everything just like he does uh-huh, uh-huh. what if she's all like these are cool and she's like she starts um being a crazy killer guy, uh, person with him. I would love that. That would make more sense than probably what we're going to get. Because if you look at her face when he's like, yeah, go take a look. And she opened up the, the door and the lights all went on. And mm-hmm. and she, you know, any woman would be like, you know, WTF, I'm out of here, dude. And run to the door. She was just like, oh, you, oh, you look at those scalpels. You got that model? You know what I mean? Like she was looking <laughs> yeah, all like happy does. and whatnot. Yeah. It didn't look like that. she was scared. So. All he wants is companionship, and I think he, she might be the one. To, and she's a she, tool they're anyway, both needy. so let's just give her something interesting to do. Yes, yeah, they're both know? needy, and that, that would be something if they all they both went away. Like he, like if Jim had him to rights, you know, had him dead to rights with, with the gun, and Barbara hits him on the head, and and they get away. I would love that. Just have them go off together. That would, again, that would make more sense than what we're probably going to get. I, I would know. Think. And then, plus, you could do something with her, like she's locked up in Arkham, so you could use her later. You know what I mean? Like, there's stuff right, you could right. do. You know? Yeah, right. just yeah, like, yeah, exactly. She's, that'll she's... be his. That'll be his Two Face. That'll be that could kind of be Jim's Two Face. He's trying to. He's always trying to to save her from herself, type of thing. Mm. Interesting. She's, but she's, she's kind of like um, she's kind of like uh, what, what do you, Ichabod Crane's wife in um, in in Sleepy Hollow. It's like yes. You're, she she was useless for an entire season. Then mm-hmm. you give her something to do, and you're just so sick of looking at her because she hasn't done anything. Right. That it's like now you give her something to do. We don't care. You know what I mean? So 
I'm with it. I hope they do that. Then the uh, penguin storyline is getting kind. Of, it got kind of uh, down and dirty this week. Um, he's mm-hmm. penguin's still playing to kill Maroni. Obviously, Maroni uh, decides to uh, take this opportunity to play some mind games of his own. He uh, he decides to uh, talk to Mama Cobblepot and explain Uh-oh. to her what a psycho killer her son is. That was kind of cool. And then yeah. the funny part is he sends flowers to Mama Cobblepot later. Mm-hmm. And 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 Oswald kills the flower the flower delivery guy <laughs> to prove that he's not a psychopathic killer. <laughs> yep. He's mad, yeah. He gets mad for being called a psycho killer, and that's how he takes it out is by killing someone psychopathically. Never so, mind, I'll tell him myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that break though. He's like, ah, I'll tell him myself. Yeah, it was cool. I um, th- this is really, I'm of course setting up things for uh. For the big finale, obviously he's. I mean, he's playing, been playing to Comeroni now for how many episodes? So, hey, like, what a piece of property to do it too. Yeah, I think so. I think this might be the final straw that just pushes it in motion. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And then the he's really. Just, su- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, he's just a nightclub owner, Jim. That's it. That's <laughs> all he is. He's just a nightclub owner. Just a nightclub That's owner. That's it. The most surprising storyline for me this episode, though, was uh, Edward Nigma. Yes. yes, that part was awesome. So he finds out that uh, Miss Kringle, the apple of his eye or whatever, is being uh, physically abused by this cop that uh, she's seeing, that she's dating. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, uh, you know, he sees the bruises and he confronts the cop, but the cop is like, uh, he just kind of stares Nygma down. And Nygma, you know, just kind of backs off. And then later, Nygma stakes out Kringle's apartment. And then when the the uh, the cop shows up, he makes a move. He tells him to leave the city, and the uh, the 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 boyfriend refuses. So he stabs him, over, and over, and over and over again. Which, the way they shot it was awesome because like the first time he stabbed him, he was like, "Uh oh, he he got like really he looked like he, he was scared almost, you know." Yeah, he was. And then the second time he stabbed him, he was like, you know what? This is, he, you could see like, he's like, this isn't so bad. And then he does it again and again and again. But the only part was messed up about that scene was at the end when the cop falls down into the ground, he runs away. It's like, dude, you left your car there. It's registered to you. Dummy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a cop. They're not going to check the registration of the glove compartment. You know what I mean? Of course they are. Let alone if they're people that you work with and they, they do see have you drive away from work all the time. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <sighs> but it was that that scene was cool. Yeah, you know, the um the parts I really don't care about is I'm not really too hip on the young Bruce Wayne story. I, I just don't really you know, it's like uh, I, I don't know. Send him to Liam Neeson to go get trained already. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just yeah. I don't need a lot of that. I, it's, like, they could. I'm cool with just having a little bit of it of just him working with Alfred. I I rather have seen him training with Alfred a little bit here and there. Yeah, I liked I like that, and and it's showing him deal with like what tragedy. Yeah, yeah, is losing both his parents, and you know, I mean, that's and, and him being like all oh, little cuckoo bananas, like. Mm-hmm. Trying to get over his fear of heights by just standing tiptoe on the top of the mansion and whatnot. Right. I mean that that stuff's kind of cool, but like when you get in this whole thing where he's trying to find the, you know, 
You, you're he's, a billionaire, dude. Just he's cut too a easy to kill. A private eye in there, you know. Exactly. Exactly. He's too easy to kill. So it's it's like you can't see him actually, you know, going after the board like that unless Alfred goes badass and just you know. Even I would have even went with Alfred and a couple of his friends that he used to work with, exactly. helping out like that. I I think if I had written it, if I had written it, I would have had it be that they try to kill Bruce, and he Alfred because uh, they learn what's going on and they have blackmail material and they try to go after Bruce. So Alfred calls in some of his people, right, and they yeah. go in and they take out some of the board members. And that's it. That, and then blackmail the others that they are to leave Bruce alone. And that's the last I would see of Bruce. Exactly. You know, and, and just show him here and there, but I don't know. Yeah. I'd send him to school. I, and then next season he'd be in boarding school. Exactly. That's what I did with him. But, you know, you, you have to find... See, that's the problem when they went... I think they went a little too kooky in the first season with, we've got a young Riddler, and we got young uh, Selena Kyle, and we, we've got young um, uh, Poison Ivy, who's, like, right. way too young. And it's like, so here we go. What are we going to do? So now you have all these characters, and you're almost forced to do something with them, you know? And... Well, I like how they use Poison Ivy. They only pepper her in every now and then. She's yes. Never right. in it. She's just a creepy kid in a room every, every like, six episodes or so. So, uh, I guess. Go to Flash. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking up the episode right now for the synopses. I'm looking at it. It's called Who is Harrison Wells? All right. Don't get cocky. I'm working on it. Uh-huh. Well, the, well last week we had uh, Barry and, and company when they brought Caitlin in on the investigation of Wells and... And she's the the holdout for this for this week, where she's the one that doesn't believe that that Wells is is reverse Flash. Basically, we agree on this, don't we? Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, we we have uh, so Cisco and uh, so here here's the here's the synopsis as a, a IMDb. Joe and Cisco visit Starling City and ask Captain Lance for help with their what? That's what I was just about to say. I know, but uh, I'm um, with help with their investigation into Doctor Wells. Laurel asks Cisco for a favor. Hey now, Barry faces a new foe who can disguise himself in anyone he touches. Yes, and um, uh, I like the fact of, like you said, Caitlin not believing them and wanting to give uh, Doctor Wells the the benefit of the doubt. Wait, she's most she's she's more emotionally involved. Than the others, I would think, right. because she thought she lost her fiance, so that was all she had. Like being at the Star Labs was all she had at that time. I mean, she pretty much didn't have any friends, or she never mentions family. So that yep, she threw her herself into the work, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wells was her family, pretty much, uh, more than her mentor. So I'm guessing in this in this uh, CW universe mm-hmm. that. Uh, a New York, New G- New Jersey kind of uh, feel here. I'm that- thinking because he could fly if if the Adam can fly there from from Starling City. I would right. think it can't be so that far. Right, exactly. So it's it's kind of like well, I, no, I like the up. scene where you have uh, you have the beginning of the scene where you uh, you're at a bank and you um, 
you had this woman and you kind of get the vibe that something's not right. Like her friend, she talks to her friend normal and then her friend leaves and then she goes and, and breaks it and steals the, uh, so you kind of get that set up that there's something going on, uh, with people. It, either it's mind control or it's, uh, or it's somebody impersonating others. I, uh, uh I really like the effects they had with it, though. Yeah, they did a good job. They did a good, I think it's like it was right up there with like a mystique kind of thing, you know. Without the they with the mystique kind of thing, they do the little sh- the, the wave shuffle thing, you know. Yeah, they. I, I think I Barry right and, and Eddie kind of bonded a little bit this episode. Yeah, they did. I mean, there was that scene where um, he he takes him out of the uh, holding room or whatever. And he tells him, you know, you know, get me out of here the right way. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're Barry Allen, you're the Flash. You right, know, I'm you not your know. father. Like, right, this is not the same situation. Like, don't you know, don't go down that road. He's like, there's got to be a way you can get me out of here the right way. Yeah, there definitely is some bonding with Barry and uh, and uh, and Eddie this episode. We we kind of did the uh, quick um, the IMDb synopsis, so I, I don't know if it's, it's exactly as as detailed as uh, as what you were going to say, Jim. That's cool. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry about the technical difficulties. Hey, things happen. Yeah, I do like. I agree with you guys. I like the way they did the metahuman this time with them shifting and changing and stuff. And they downplayed all, all this one. Hmm? I, I think I was, they I downplayed just... the metahuman so they could do the uh, the. They can focus on more other other important stuff that's going on. And basically, the only other thing we really talked about, Jim, while you were away, was uh, how uh, Caitlin kept wanting to give Doctor Wells the benefit of the doubt because he was there for her when she was. Well, yeah, I mean, he tried to save Robbie, and uh, he helped her when she was down and everything. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Caitlin, how about the scene with Caitlin and and the uh, the fake Barry? See, I and I thought, and I had thought way back. I talked about this when we were, we were discussing it. Uh, back when they went out on a, when they were like, we need to just stop pining over people we can't be with and just go out and, and just hang out for a night and not even think about it. And she got drunk and, and, and the whole thing. And, and I think that that night she kind of, I think she kind of was like, I, I could see myself dating Barry maybe, or at least trying and trying to see what would happen if we got together. I think she's attracted to the boy a little bit. She liked nerds. I think she liked the nerd a little bit. <laughs> I don't know, because like when it first happened, she was kind of like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, she well, was, it was surprised. It. it was a surprise, but she didn't. She didn't exactly say, "Don't do that no more," did she? Well, then later though, when when you know she finds out that it was Bates or whatever, she's like, "Oh, thank God." Well, I, I right. think that was right. more of maybe I'm just cr- like, "What the heck is going on?" And he doesn't act like that. That's just not him. Mm-hmm. He's not an outgoing with women. Like he's not that outgoing with women on the show. That's just not his. She she knows that's just not his thing. So it was kind of cool to see. Uh, but I I think they could, you know, I think they can. They had a little little something something. You saw some chemistry there. I saw a little little chemistry, a little bit, just a little bit, because their minds work so well together. Like they they have that that um that connection of science. They have that love of science. I thought it was interesting too. Like um. Wells is able to taser Bates because he realizes that Barry's not left-handed and stuff. Because mm-hmm. he yep. studied Barry so much. He right. Just, oh, he just knew. He just knew that that was not Barry. It's it's funny, too, because Iris is like, no, no, we have to take him to the police. And Wells and Caitlin are like, uh, okay, I guess. 
because you're here. If you weren't here, we'd just lock them up downstairs like all the other dudes. But yeah. I think they need to to kind of calm down on the way that they write Iris because they're making her the foil for everybody. Yeah, and it's making her unlikable. That's true. Yeah, when they keep doing that, I agree. Uh, Although was it was it this episode or the last one when uh, her boyfriend finally said, "Well, you know, I couldn't really tell tell you, but I've been working with Barry." Was it this episode? It was this episode. She, was this he one, tells yeah. him that he tells her that he's been working with the Flash. Oh, the Flash. That's right. Yeah, right. and then she's like, uh, and then B- Barry gave him the stank eye. Yeah. But I mean, you know, but the, listen, you had to give him something to compromise. It was just a compromise, yeah. not exactly right. saying what it is. You just. You're just saying you he work the Flash is working with the cops. Hopefully she'll back off from that now. The whole you know, t- well you're hiding something from me, blah blah blah. You know. Well, I think they're gonna. I I hope they don't, but it seems like they're trying to to make it so that they they won't stay together. That they'll break up. It'll be a forced thing. I hope they don't force it. You know, uh, force a conflict that doesn't need to be. Right. You know who she she seems like she's turning into? She's she's turning into that uh, like Lori from The Walking Dead. Like they really don't know bit. what to do with her, so we're gonna yeah. make her nag, and we're gonna yeah. make her you know upset about everything, and then turn around and she's gonna be like, "No, Eddie, I'm sorry, I got your back," and then she's gonna be mad about it something again, and it just seems like they really don't know how to write her yet. You know, they 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 don't have anything to do with her. That's what I mean. You know. Yeah, because yeah. they can't have her be the reporter that investigates uh, Wells because if she finds out too much, she's they're gonna try to kill her. So she <laughs> can't do that. They get they can't, they got they had to pull back on that because they're not ready for that yet. Yeah, I agree. So far, they're just using her as the foil, like oh. Daryl said, just constantly you know, putting her as the foil to the you know the team Flash or whatever. I did like the scene though where uh, Iris and Caitlin are taking. Uh, Bates to the cops, mm-hmm. and then he decides to morph into a little girl. Yes, yes. Like, they're kidnapping funny. me. They're kidnapping. Me. And then like the construction workers are. Like, when she what? lifted up her hands and showed the handcuffs, that was awesome. Yeah, those guys yeah. were like, "Hey, what's going on? What's over going here? on with that kid over and there?" I would have said, "You see this little kid? She's going to jail." That's what they should have said. <laughs> this little kid's going to jail. The little kid's going to jail. I'd have said, "Just going to kitty jail." Kitty jail. <laughs> I just said this is what is happens a, when you steal a juice box in a time. I'd have made up a lie. I'd have made up a lie and said she had robbed. And my father is a cop. I, I would have said that. I'd have maybe put next the whole time. Thing in there. Maybe next time you'll finish your Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> I said no playing after bedtime. That's right. <laughs> These little kids got to learn. I remember in uh, Space Coast, they had grandma jail. That's where they sent Zorak to. You had to take care of all the grandmas. <laughs> That's right. And they get out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're able to track Bates to the airport using the GPS in uh, in uh, Barry's phone. The uh, Barry speeds off with the, the serum. He leads them into the uh, an enclosed area at the airport, like a chain area, so there's nowhere for him to go. And he changes into Caitlin. He changes into Iris. He changes into Eddie, and then he changes into the Flash. But he doesn't have the Flash's speed. But do watching watching him turn into. Caitlyn in, in their fight, and I'm like, it just looks so ridiculous to see her fighting like all kung fu. Yeah. And then did. Iris did it, and I was like, that even looks worse. Like, yeah, just, it was like, almost like seeing he looked, them fight. It was just, you know, he looked weird. almost eager to punch Iris and Eddie, though. <laughs> that was <laughs> kind of. He seemed a little hesitant on Caitlyn, but when Iris and Eddie came up, he was like, he seemed like he was a little into it. I think he was a little too much. They uh, they they lock him down in the uh, particle accelerator and. 
he doesn't remember what his real face looks like. No. He's he's been um he's been you know um, uh, impersonating people for so long he forgot what he his regular face looks like. So I was once a man. I thought that, that effect looked awesome too. Yeah, yeah, that looked pretty good for TV for sure. Oh um, yeah. There's uh there's footage of, of this guy morphing on the um the uh, airport security feed, and so the DA has no choice but to let he go, and all the others. But the dude, I like uh, that DA boy. I've always been a been a fan of hers. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah, I like. Her. Well, while that's going on, Cisco and and, uh, and uh, Joe travel to Sterling City. Mm-hmm. And Joe yeah. tells uh, Laurel's father to stop being such a jerk about a daughter about his daughter. Right. They cross over with the Aerocast members uh, of Captain Lance and Laurel Lance. Turns out Cisco is a big Black Canary fanboy. I bet yep. he is. Who isn't a fan of women fighting criminals in leather? He's, I love the scene where, where she's like, I know Barry's a Flash. I am just, she just runs it down for me. He's like, I love the way you beat people up. <laughs> he, did. he said it in such a way, though. I, I love like the, the way, way you beat up criminals. <laughs> I like when you go and you beat up criminals. I like the way you throw your stick. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. And she looked at him like, okay. They um they found uh um they find uh Joe uh Joe and Cisco find remains where the car crash was. Mm-hmm. Where there shouldn't have been any remains, of course, because you know, only Testa and Wells supposedly died in the crash. Right. Joe is able to convince Captain Lance to keep it under his hat. Cisco makes a new canary cry for Laurel. Pew pew. So we'll be seeing that back and seeing that on Arrow, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And then Laurel, in turn, gives him an eight by ten glossy of them posing together. And the the creepy moment at the end where Joe's like, "Are we good?" And just goes look at the picture. He's like, "Oh yeah, we're good." Kind <laughs> <laughs> of put it on my ceiling right now. <laughs> Between the two shows, man, when they do little crossovers like this, mm-hmm. I really like it because they they know how to use the characters. They just they don't they don't oversaturate it, you know. They right. they use them to their strengths, you know. That's they do. That's all I they have. really do. Yeah, I thought it was cool the way they used Joe's advice because you know the fatherly advice kind of fitting in with what's going on in Arrow and all that was cool. And then, um, well, I'm just saying, Joe, you can tell Joe has handled this a lot better than than uh, uh, what's his name, his father, Laurel's father, right? Because they they pretty much went through a similar thing, except. He didn't even lose his wife. He just pushed her away. Like he really has a problem with handling the, the tragedy. Right. There was also like some obtuse thing that, to uh, um, uh, Iris's mother this week too, mm-hmm. where he's like, "You ever talk about Iris's mother?" He says, "That's right, I don't." <gasps> exactly. So I'm sure there's going to be something going on there. Oh, you know. Um, they bring back the remains they find from the crash site, and it turns out that it's dun dun dun. The DNA matches Harrison Wells. That means the now, man walking around is Harrison Wells. It's definitely not Harrison Wells. Exactly. And that you know he literally became another person. Um, if this isn't enough, um, they, you know Caitlin and, and Cisco are finally convinced that Wells is up to something. Um, they uh, Cisco created a 3D uh, computer model of Star Labs after the explosion. And he finds a space that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. They go and investigate. Barry puts his hand along the wall and is able to open up into Wells's secret ping pong ball room, where they see the reverse flash suit and that newspaper that we saw at the end of the very first episode about the cra- the uh, flash disappearing in a crisis. 
mark 2025. I'm, I'm still thinking Gideon, the computer, is going to tell Wells that somebody was in there. Oh, he's going to figure it out. He's going to find out somehow, I'm sure. Yeah, because there's got to be like some kind of time lock thingy or whatever. He's going to have to find out like how they open the door or something. Something's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, that, that AI but, is too sophisticated not to, right. to be set up. And it and I also I also love the um the buddy cop dynamic between Joe and, and uh Cisco. Mm-hmm. I think I think every time they go out and do something together, I just enjoy them two together. Uh but a really solid episode of Flash. I, I agree with you, Johnny. I like when they sprinkle in the like kind of half crossovers. Like mm-hmm. when they had Felicity and Ray on uh Flash last week. I mean they don't go full crossover with like, you know, Oliver and Barry, but they still bring characters, you know, over to both sides of the show, so they seem to even act better. It, it's something I don't know what it is or it's a strange way, but Laurel seemed to come off better in this episode than she has in Arrow in a while, and I don't know why. To me, there was also a, an Easter egg. I don't know if you guys caught it at the very beginning where he runs for uh, to Coast City for pizza, and there's a big Ferris air um, billboard. Oh, I didn't yep. even catch the Ferris. Yeah, I caught that. Yeah. Yeah, right at the beginning. Or that cut that out, and I'll say, I did catch that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to skip ahead to Arrow since Donnie's time is uh, is um, limited. Sorry, I still didn't get caught up on iZombie. Oh, shut up. This episode uh, is uh, episode 20. It's called The Fallen, and uh, season three, obviously, of Arrow. And uh, it's it pretty much picks up right where the last one left off. Oliver finds Dia. Bleeding to death on the ground in front, you know, yes. in front of that fireplace. He takes her to the hospital. The doctors are barely able to restart her heart. Oliver and Malcolm are in there in the hospital, and Diggle and Felicity show up, and Oliver, you know, is barely able to keep it together. And then he notices smoke signal from the league. Yeah. John Berryman does the most ugliest cry face I've ever seen in this episode. Yeah, that's true. It just seemed like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. You know what I'm it's talking not about. a good cry face at all. Oh my gosh, it was the worst cry. It was the worst crying scene ever. Oliver goes to where the smoke signal is, and Macy is there with the message. He, if he wants to save Thea, he's got to accept Rachel's offer. Yes, a mailman comes by and goes, "Message," and then <laughs> <laughs> message for you, sir. Another guy. movie like, reference. Yeah. <laughs> Go to don't drink your juice in the hood times two. What's, what's the name <laughs> of the time? You'll find it. Oliver's like, okay, you know, this is the only way I'm going to be able to save my sister. Mm-hmm. And he makes up his mind. But Malcolm warns him about the Lazarus pit. He's like, you know, whatever you put in there, whatever comes out is not going to be your sister. Right. You know? Even though she did come out of it, it was her sister. Um, Felicity and uh, all, they all, they all, they all pile into a plane. <laughs> and uh, uh, into Ray Palmer's plane and take off. And this is where Felicity breaks up with Ray. Conveniently, right. right before she sleeps with Oliver later in the episode. Oh, the guy I'm in love with? Can I have the plane so I can go with him? Yeah, can I go away with the guy I'm dumping you for in your yeah. jet? <laughs> right. Oh, sure, I'll sit there and play on the computer. Do, do, do. That's right. She didn't even right. kiss him goodbye. Duty. Yeah. She, I'm on she, level she 7 of Minecraft. Out. You go, go. Take says, whatever you want. Go, go. <laughs> As they're flying over uh, to Nanda Parabat, um, he's... Uh, uh, you know, Oliver tells her about uh, killing Thea's drug dealer. You know, to, to um, you know, protect her and call back to the flashback a few episodes ago. I don't know. It's just a good scene, you know, about him. You know, explaining why you know he feels like he has to do this to Felicity. They get there, and uh, you know, they give Oliver his new name, Asahim. You know, they they put Thea in the Lazarus pit pretty quickly there. Why did they and call then, Oliver Asshat? I don't get it. I don't either. Diggle, Diggle, uh, Diggle scolds Maceo. 
It makes him change his whole outlook after one scolding. That's right. He's what like do you think son. your son would think about you? Yeah. yeah. You're right. I never thought about that before, Diggle. Not even when my wife said that to me. Just stab it. <laughs> they dunk Thea in the pool. She comes out all all uh, feral and kicks Oliver and like uh, the rest That's of the funny, though. assassins have to like hold her down and calm her down. She wakes up in bed later and Team Arrow is there and uh, she doesn't recognize Oliver but she recognizes Malcolm and uh, she's uh, she's alive. That was so weird. Uh, I should remember Malcolm and and but didn't remember her brother who was before Malcolm and didn't remember her mom died. Right. Because remember she said, where's mom? Right. And how does she remember him as dad when she had a father? Like, she had a guy that she knew was her father first. That just didn't didn't make sense to me at that time. Felicity goes to give Ra's al Ghul a piece of her mind. Yes. And then Ra's kind of tells her the story about how he became Mm -hmm. Ra's. He tells her, you know, she should go and tell him how much, uh, you know, how she feels about him and stuff. Yes. Make love to him, Felicity, for the last time. (laughs) So she goes over there and gets, and they get their groove on, in a very they uh, make love, they make love, Harlequin romance way, <laughs> and the flowing right. curtains and the wind and all that. It's like, oh god, really? Yeah, I expected I, there to be I'm like so glad glad for this. Moment. I expected there to be like violins and stuff. And I doesn't every was. secret, super secret assassins headquarters have that uh, set up in of there? No, what the fuck. Oliver, they're setting I've up their ninja headquarters and they're, and they're like, don't forget the wind machine and I need the long <laughs> curtains and where's that fireplace the big window. I They had the big window <laughs> as he right. looks off contemplating his life and what it will be. Oh, uh, Maceo confesses to Race that he helped Oliver escape. Uh, yes. Race uh, spares his life because uh, Oliver's going to need Maceo during the transition. Yes, and that uh, I think that's translation is I'm going to need you to get killed next episode or so. So they tell him he, he has to get rid of the of Oliver Queen as a person right. or whatever. So they brand him with an arrow and they give him a new outfit. And then you and then he's ready to kill. Boom! He's ready. He's ready to be a new race. Darkness has succumbed. He has succumbed to the darkness that is around. Timero goes back to Sterling City. Felicity brings Laurel up to speed. And uh, Malcolm is uh, begging Thea to let him take care of her. Right. And Diggle goes home. Because you might not think I love you. I love my daughter, even though I, the one that tricked my daughter and, and gave her drugs to make her kill somebody, so that the league would want to kill her. Yeah. So please take care of her. Recon- uh, help her get better, please. Yeah. Don't leave her in your I hands. I just like how Jim goes. And Jim goes after all this, and then he just goes, and Diggle goes home. Because <laughs> 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 the show's all about Diggle, man. They should just call it show. They should, do a, they should do a Morgan Freeman voiceover for that. And Diggle went home. <laughs> and he went, put on his slippers. Yeah, and went home to get busy living instead of getting busy <laughs> <laughs> And the baby had to poop. He bought disposable diapers. <laughs> oh, the queen was never the same that day. No one asked him about it after his sister came out of the laws. It was it. He bought pampers, disposable diapers, <laughs> on the way home. He didn't have exact change that day. So anyway, how was he going to get through the toll booth without exact change? 
<laughs> and who is gonna tell? <laughs> Diggle didn't care. Yeah. So good episode of Arrow this week. I thought um, definitely interesting. Yeah. I knew we knew it was a matter of time before he would become Raish or whatever. And good times all around on Arrow this week. Hey, we have a Facebook group. It's called the DC TV Podcast uh, Facebook group, and you should join it because it's awesome. We have a lot of the DC TV and movie news that we get throughout the week by uh, uh, our wonderful contributors posting on the site. It's the first place and easiest place to get our podcast every week. Uh, you can link there to all kinds of good stuff and great great news and uh, good discussion about the shows. It's all there on our Facebook group, DC TV Podcast. Also, we're looking for iTunes reviews, as most podcasts I know are. Go to DC TV Podcast. Give us some stars. It only takes a minute. <laughs> Your stars are our food. That's what we live on, so give us stars. But there was a lot of DC TV news this week. Let's start off with the biggest thing, I think, would be, which would be the, the Jared Leto uh, Joker reveal. Uh, we got to see a full-on picture of Jared Leto as the Joker, and the internet broke soon after it happened. It sure did. Oh, it's not my Joker. Hey, Juggalo Joker. Hey. I, I just It reminds me of back in the day when we saw the very first picture of Heath Ledger as the Joker, and everybody lost their damn mind then, too. Yeah. Uh, all I'm saying, you know, I like it. I think it looks cool. He looks creepy as hell. He looks intimidating. He looks scary. A lot more so than he would if he was wearing a purple tuxedo, you know? He looks like he could jack you up, you know? Yeah, he, I like the look, man. I think it's awesome. Yeah, me too. I really do. There's a lot of good discussion about it here on the on the uh, Facebook group, if you want to go there and read it. Um, there's an article uh, written by someone who was offended, quote-unquote, by the... Oh, God, the I the hate that word. I'm just like, come on, man. Really? Offended? Do you really know? Uh, what well, were you a Joker? Raised as a Joker as a child? Um, um, DC offended. Inter- I hate that word so yeah, much. How can you be offended by something like that? You know exactly. Or you I just mean, don't watch it. <laughs> or you just don't watch the movie. There you go. You don't have to watch a movie. You just don't. Vote with it. your dollars, buddy. Indubitably. Uh, DC Entertainment and Warner Brothers have teamed up with them. the DC Superhero Girls Initiative. It's starting this fall. Going to be uh, a new line of books, co- toys, uh, video games, and cartoons, all with an emphasis on the DC uh, superhero females. We got redesigns on Wonder Woman and Supergirl and Batgirl, and yeah, I don't know. It looks pretty cool. It, it's just weird yeah. that I, I don't know why it needs to be separate but equal. That's the only thing that really is like uh, kind of weird about it for me. You know what I mean? Like, why would they need to separate off their own thing? Why don't they just... I don't know. I, I guess with so many sections of... I, it's, it's... I don't know. Everything is, is broken off and everything has their own little sections. I, I, I don't know why, but... I don't know if it's the corporate thing or what. Hmm. But uh, who knows? I mean, maybe if the incentive is we want to get it done, we don't want it to sit and wait. We want to actually get this done and right. out and get some money moving on it now uh we also got other uh suicide uh, side squad news common has been uh uh added to the cast but no one has mentioned who he is playing all right what character he's playing any any thoughts ideas i'm thinking tarantula tarantula would be good bronze tiger would work i think yeah um, that's what that. i was thinking i don't know if you does common have like martial arts training no no he's just a rapper right? that's why i didn't think that i would yeah. I think tarantula because he wear the mask and right you, know, you can put the stand in behind the mask right. uh we also got the flash arrow spinoff we got some news uh franz drame from uh, attack the block is going to be playing jay jackson described as a four Wait, he attacked the blacks what he is, was what is in the movie called attack the block <laughs> 
I don't think you would attack the blacks considering he is a person it's of color. Not, it just sounded like you. I thought we were, <laughs> were going to have this big uh, American crime r- r- riot. <laughs> on um, Jay Jackson is, uh, is the character's name. He's a former high school athlete. Uh, his pro career is derailed by injury, kind of like Vic Stone. Um, yeah, but, a lot like Vic Stone. But uh, who knows? Also, the name of the show may have been leaked over the, the, the past week. The um, the newest show, I mean, we haven't heard a name yet. But the the rumored name is Legends. I'd be cool with that if they did that. That sounds okay to me. Arrow. you could do so much with oh, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you could, like, it, it's, it's not limiting. You know what I mean? It's not like the no. Firestorm Hour or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, Arrow has a new showrunner, yeah, uh, Wendy Miracle, who has written yeah, some of the my promoted. favorite episodes. Uh, she's been promoted to showrunner, and that's good. I'm hoping we get a little more mm-hmm. consistency in the show um, yeah. from from the new showrunner. That would be cool, especially with more crossovers. I mean, if they really have to coordinate now to to, to have another show, you're really going to have to to keep these characters straight, right? Sure, and plus. Plus, if they decide not only that, but if they do decide to cross over with Supergirl, mm-hmm. I mean that because that's still a rumor, right? It's a fifty-fifty. Yeah, it's a rumor right now. Yeah, rumor So I mean, that's four shows you have to keep. You know, it's it's going to be kooky. Kooky, at least. But I think I, if really they, hope they do. I think it'll be cool if they rotate like people in and out. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. not try to focus on a big cast. Um, I think that'll yeah, be cool. Yeah. So that's um. That's all the big DC new, uh, TV news I got. We got to see the new Batmobile this week. Yes. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it looks like a flattened out version of the Tumblr, kind of. It does. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, like one of those SST cars I had when I was a little kid. Looks a lot faster, too. Um, real quick, uh, Rich the Chub Toad could not be here tonight. Uh, he is a C2E2 having a great old time. Uh, sure. He had some, but he had some thoughts he wanted to share along uh, about the shows. Uh, Gotham was good, but the pacing of the episode was wonky. Uh, no fish, Mooney, yay! Uh, the Moroni and Penguin's <laughs> mom was interesting. I'm liking the serial killer stuff. Hmm. Um, Flash was great, loved it, no complaints. I Zombie was good. The fact that she knows what's in his uh, that she knows his head spike doppelganger is behind the missing people is interesting. I think what he meant to say is that she figured out that Blaine is behind the missing people, and the one thing right. this season is getting and the season is getting ready to hit full throttle. Yeah, definitely with that. Arrow was good, but instead of borrowing Ray's plane to risk everything for the Lazarus Pit, why didn't she borrow the uh, Ray's technology to fix Thea, like it did with his brain damage? You shut um, your mouth. Hey, and make it sense. now that makes so much sense. Um, yeah. Rich uh, said he had a good chat with David Ramsey at the con about the season end of Arrow, and it is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to try to get an interview on record with Mr. Ramsey, who, of course, plays Diggle on Arrow. So that would be cool if that happens. So that would be awesome. Yes, that's will. all the news we have. Um, if you would like, again, please join our Facebook group. And we have a lot of, we have a lot of good discussion uh, going on there about the shows and a lot of news and a lot of good stuff. You definitely uh, want to check it out, DC TV Podcast, on the Facebooks. And as we move on to iZombie, we uh, unfortunately lose Mr. Donnie Salvo. But thanks for coming on, Don. Appreciate yes. it. Man. Well, thanks for having Get me out. again. Get, Get out. out. It, wow. seems like, it seems like we just recorded another podcast this morning, doesn't it? It so does. sick of you right <laughs> now. <laughs> Next time, guys, don't wait so long to talk. You know? It's been a while. I got yeah. nervous. Well, yeah, we won't be out of touch so long next time. I promise. You That's get right. away. You go. You leave, you 
big dummy. <laughs> oh, Don't man. Don't look back. Don't look back. Hey, this is a family podcast. Don't use that big just, kind of talk. Just go away. I know, Daryl. We finally made it to the big time, and you're just you're just throwing it all away. You're throwing it all away. Just leave, right. Donnie. Just leave. I would if you shut up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch uh, Donnie every, uh, every week on uh, Nothing's On with Daryl and I talking uh, more generally about TV and movies. You can also check him on Sunday Comics, podcasts sometimes, and also uh, Tales from the Attic, which will be coming back soon, hopefully. Sometimes. Yeah, Donnie. Yes. Absolutely. All Get right, guys. It. Thanks again. Thank you, man. I'll talk to you later. Bye, everybody. All right, now we can really talk about the shows. I didn't hang up yet, jerk. Oh, um, uh, hi, Donnie. How are you? <laughs> Bye. Anyway, um, let's go on to our last show for the show, I Zombie. Yes. Uh, this week, Liv eats an internet troll. Yes. <laughs> and this was a fitting weekend with all the hate that we saw. Yeah, with all the internet the hate. I mean, yeah. This guy, oh. uh, um, Sim Reaper is his name or whatever. And he mm-hmm. is uh, an internet troll, big time. He, um, he even Ravi knows him from the video game scene as being kind of a troll. Right. He, uh, you know, he just and it's really weird how they kind of they went with some really serious cliches on this. You know what I mean? And oh, they, they, they definitely did. He lives in a basement. You know, mm-hmm. he eats don't nothing but donuts. He's so overweight, socially inept. You know. Uh, agoraphobic, but like you just see, and you know, you got oh, all this was of... writers getting their anger out. Like this is definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah it just kind of bothered me that they went that tropish with them. You know, they could have. I mean, I don't know. They did. They, they did. I like. I I thought they would do one or two things, but they just went so over the top. It was like you, whoever you know, like when they did this, you could tell that they really, you know, wanted to put a a label on people that uh, they've had to deal with internet hate, internet hate with because they, they really went there. He is, uh, they find out that he died because of a severe allergic reaction to nuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, they found it on a birthday card at the scene. Uh, it's one of those that opens it up and, you know, flings confetti at you, but it had peanut powder in it. Um, it's really weird when they show him, like, when they um, are rolling him out of the house and all the people in the neighborhood are out there, you know, they're like, did he suffer? You know, right. They're, they're just like, for it. They're kind yeah. of cheering that he's dead and stuff. Uh, it turns out that one of those uh, neighbors is the one who killed him because he uh, messed with his dog. They had, like, a right. fight over a rude dog, and it escalated more and more and more. And then finally, um, you know, he, he meddled with her tax records. He gave her a criminal record. He photoshopped sex pics. And then she, uh, guy's uh, uh, daughter jumped off a bridge. So to get revenge, he poisoned the, the internet troll. Right. So. I only, you know, what saved this episode for me was the when she was doing the gaming. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, they, uh, they had her like, you know, kind of uh, jumping into Ravi in, in uh, Major's world with the video gaming or whatever, and that that was kind of cool. But yeah. here's the thing that got me at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, they show Major like laid out on the table in the right. MA's office. Did you think he was dead? Did you think oh, he was going to be a zombie? It was so obvious that I thought, no, they're not going to do it. Because it was just too obvious with having him sitting on the stretcher dead. Like, I thought, nah, they're just messing with us. The other thing I forgot about this is that um, to to eat the guy's brain, like, he had liquefied. So she had to make a smoothie out of it or something. Oh, gosh. Because he hadn't been caught for, like, a you know, they hadn't found the body for, like, a week or whatever. And it made her nauseous. Um, we're starting to get a little bit of a love triangle between uh, Liv and Lowell and Major. 
Yeah. Well, being the uh, the cute zombie boy that she found last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get the... Uh, she starts to figure out that, you know, these disappearances and stuff are probably behind Blaine, or, or that Blaine is probably behind them. And we get to know why, how her boyfriend gets his, his brains, because that's the question. Like, well, what, how does he do it, too? Like, what does he do to get his... Uh, his daily allowance of of brains. Yeah, it's a funeral home, right? Yeah, he he pays somebody to. Yeah, he gets the brains from the funeral home because he has money, so he right that's how he does it. Um. Yeah, the guy that beat Major up is called the Candyman. I guess he's like uh, kind of the enforcer. You'd say for Blaine. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that whole subplot's starting to heat up now. No. It is. It really is. Because there seem to be more of them. More like there's, a, and they're talking about like it seems to be more and more zombies out there. Yeah, I mean, like we saw in the last episode, we saw like the, the police captain might be a zombie. I uh, think he know. is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the way he's putting hot sauce in his coffee and stuff. Yeah, and he's shutting down Clyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time Clyde was like trending, he's like, no, no, I'll take care of you. And how excited he got when he saw her. You remember? Right. When he when he saw her come in, he really got like I was wondering why is he acting so strange when she walked in? Like he knew what she was. Yeah, yeah. Well, they can kind of tell each other. Um, <laughs> so I'm really enjoying Eye Zombie. You know, it's kind of switched gears. It's got that procedural thing going on, but it's also got the ongoing story arc, which is more interesting to me. Yeah. Um, yeah than yeah. um than anything else. Yeah, even with the cliche, they still flip. They still kind of you know flip it a little bit. So I like that. Yeah, me too. So I zombie definitely continuing to be a good show to watch. It is. It, it definitely is. It, it's uh, oh, and they deal with. Uh, they also deal with uh, what's her name, the uh, the rich client that he got first. Oh, Jackie. Yeah. Because I thought she was going to wind up being a more important character as it progressed. Yeah, yeah. He he came in. Uh, he decided to uh, drill her. Yeah, I thought she was gonna wind up branching off and and doing her own little thing. Literally drill her, not like yeah, like with a with a drill. <laughs> yeah, no more booty calls for them. That's no, it. That's too bad. I liked her. She was. I did. That's why I thought there were gonna be something with her. But yeah. you know, he's smart. Like he he figures he he's pretty smart when it comes to this. Well, yeah, he's uh, yeah, like he, he caught those guys he put on ice, you know, one of a couple episodes ago for you know trying to go around him with the brain selling, and now this, you know, he's kind of ruthless about it. It's kind of like kind of like yeah. Scarface, but with brains. You know, with... Yeah, and Clyde was <laughs> almost dead too. Clyde, Clyde was would have would have would have got eaten up if it wasn't for that call that didn't come in time. It'll be interesting to see what Liv and Robbie do now that they are, know that Blaine is connected to all that. You know, like, yeah, because uh, how do they investigate that? And you know, Clyde is not going to get help with the police department. No, because of the captain. captain. Yeah. yeah, interesting setup. So, yeah, right, zombie, good show. Yes, it is. Um, I think that about wraps it up for this week of DC TV. Yeah, so, hit all four shows. And we did all the news. I think that's all we got. Uh, right. If you would like to uh, 
Again, join us on the Facebook group. You can give us your thoughts and comments, and we'll, we, we'll read them on the show. Um, if you like Geeky TV, and I imagine you do because you've been listening to this podcast about DC TV for some time now, uh, then definitely check out our other pod, fine podcasts on the HHWLOD Media Network, including the Walking Dead TV podcast. Uh, it's All Connected, which covers all the Marvel uh, Studios output. We've got Out Now with Aaron and Abe, who covers all the uh, new movies that are out in the theaters right now. Uh, the Whedonverse, we're going through all through all of Joss Whedon stuff. We have a lot of great shows there. Check it out, hhwlod.com is your destination for all that. Look on there soon for my review of Age of Ultron. Pretty exciting. Uh, and when you're done with all that and you've exhausted all those podcasting possibilities, then head on over to the Taylor Network of Podcasts where you will find the work of the mold, Mr. Daryl Taylor himself, on such great shows as No Apologies, the Comic Rock Snarkcast, the Yeah, I Said It, the JK's Happy Hour, uh, Artists and Crap, so many great shows over there on the Taylor Network. Nothing's On, which is the show that Daryl and Donnie and I don't do together on a normal basis when he isn't helping us out with DCTV. Uh, all those great shows are over there on the Taylor Network of Podcast.com. Check that out as well. And until next week, we have another full slate of DCTV to talk about. We are host. Good night, everybody. So I'm here at C2E2. I'm here with Diggle himself, David Ramsey. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Great. How are you enjoying Chicago? Man, it's great. You know, I was born and raised in Detroit. I was always down here in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Don't don't hate me. I know you got a lot of fans, but yes, I am a Tigers fan. <laughs> oh, well, just wanted to chat with you a little bit about what what to expect in the next couple episodes of rounding out the season of Arrow. What you're allowed to tell us, if anything? Well, um, well, what I can say is that we're ramping up for something you have not seen before. Season four will look like nothing you've ever seen because of what happens in season three. Where season three changes everything for Team Arrow. And um, so I'm excited to see it. I haven't seen it yet myself. So as a fan, okay. I'm excited. Excellent. So um, there's a whole host of other DC shows coming out. Yeah. Supergirl, the, the Legends and all that. Are you going to be involved in any of those shows? Well, you know... Right now, there's nothing said that we will be. I mean, in terms of our contract, doesn't say that we're mandatorily uh, uh, will be a part of that. But I do know that the idea is that in these universes, we can cross over, um, providing these the other shows with the Atom and Supergirl are successful and they get to the air, get to air, and everyone loves them. I can't imagine. The creators, Greg Berlanti and the powers to be over there at DC and CW and Warner Brothers wouldn't want all types of crossovers. I mean, that would be my thinking. That really is a producer question, but I can say with certainty that I'm sure they're thinking about crossovers. Okay, well, you got some people lined up here, so I won't hold you up. To-